Warning, Pro-Tri News is a podcast with different opinions, knowledge and possibly fake news about triathlon racing. This is not for the faint of heart. If you get offended or hurt by what is said, please stop listening and go listen to some uplifting meditation music or just go work out, then try again. Hello everyone, welcome back to your favorite triathlon news program. I'm your host, Kyle Glass, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas, joined by Pat Lemieux. Hey guys, um, what are we up to today? Getting ready for the big trip to Dallas. I got the full the full squad that I'm going to go support this weekend, and you super excited to get to a race and to see what you know is going on at these these PTO open races. So yeah, r- really excited. So you've got all three, haven't you? You got Lionel, Taylor, and Cat. Got the trifecta, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens, and um, you know the 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 best part is is that typically you get you get all the extremes here. So you can have somebody that's amazing, somebody that is less than amazing, and, and I'll get to experience it all. Oh, that will be amazing. Say, my, my, problem is, my problem is I don't have a great track record of uh, when I show up. It seems like there's you know the the results sometimes tank a little bit. So no hey, Lionel got second St. George, didn't he? That was a really good one. Yeah, you were there. I was also present at one where he did an 11 and a half hour Ironman. So I've, I've seen it all with him. At Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> so, yikes. And then- um, Chelsea Burns joining us from Malibu. Malibu outskirts indeed. Hi, guys. I just rolled up six hours south of San Francisco to mingle with all of the greatest of Super League. So... I'm here on the ground. Did you get hooked up with like VIP passes and all this stuff? Obviously, yes. Nice. Big nice. dog. And as you can hear, our uh, everyone's favorite Brit is back. Martin yeah, and Matthews. as you can hear, I'm really, really bunged up. Um, I've just, uh, I'm, I'm dying, basically. I've made an espresso martini to survive till the show. Um, I flew back from Georgia today via Israel, which... If you look on a map, it's not exactly a straight line, but uh, the Air Force, unfortunately, let us down again with a flight. So booked ourselves some Civ Air tickets. Sort of understandably, Israel airport security is pretty hot. So that was fairly emotional, but we're back. We're back. Wow. Nice. And then Talbot Cox is going to be joining us at some point. Uh, he may be coming into the closet right now. Talbot Cox, everyone. Hey. Coming into the closet, not out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> amazing no that's anyway. good we don't need to cut that no no that's good nah. perfect no it's south okay. park south park did a whole episode on that it's cool don't worry about it that's right that's right so um not only that we are here we have lever running is sponsoring the show one last time so um as you get sharper and sharper through the season uh be sure to go get yourself a lever movement accessory so that you can run on the treadmill and still be hitting those key sessions without the possibility of being popped and getting injured. So um, you can visit the link in our bio on our Instagram and then um, use pro try news discount code, get 20% off. Also um, I will be racing the sprint race alongside Talbot and a couple of our friends in Dallas. Um, Win Republic was so kind to send me one of their new race suits, the arrow race suit. So if you Try anything new on race day, make it a Win Republic race suit. 
just circling back to lever running did you look in some of our messages on instagram we actually had some people buy a system because of the podcast and they left us some feedback on the uh the comments in one of the uh, inboxes they loved it so we're basically actual influencers now guys in a positive way so well done before we go any further, I, I want to bring up just maybe one sour subject that Kyle and I haven't talked about for a while. Um, Kyle, I keep refreshing my checking account for the $100 bet that we placed at the Collins Cup. And I just logged into my chase and I, I have yet to see a $100 deposit from Kyle Glass's personal checking account. Um, could you maybe give some insight into what that bet was around and just kind of how how much I smoked you out on that one or where, where are we standing? Basically what happened was is Sam long kind of let me down because I bet that Sam long, I bet that Sam laid low would beat Lionel and then Pat bet that Lionel would beat Sam laid low, but the bet would have been negated had Sam long won the race. Then neither of us would have owned anything. So, so we were very happy when the, when the bet was negated for a moment, uh, when Sam long looked like he was going to win, win the heat so anyway so Pat, i'm gonna treat you I'm gonna treat you to a good texas barbecue uh that value is not 100 bucks oh yeah we're, we're, we'll call it the company the company that i keep this weekend with kyle will be all the the repayment that i need but i did want i did want to make the audience aware on that one also talbot you owe a guy a coach 100 dollars from last year's uh collins cup and he was actually at the collins cup this year and he was trying to hunt you. He won the pool, you know, our sweepstake. Yeah. And he was the guy that won it. And he was trying to hunt you down for it. And he just never got hold of you. Hey, so you, uh, there's, you, there's, I'll tell you two random things about that. One, uh, we, we, we told him to DM the account. So that's probably my fault. So I'm so sorry, whoever it is. Mate, he's only players. He's, he's listening to the show. He's a guy called Gary. He can afford not to get your $100. No, he, he needs, to use- but, he, but he won it. So he needs to get it. And then also, too, on one of Lionel's recent videos, we did a form giveaway. You won form goggles, and you won five hundred dollars. That was essentially to Decent. pay. That was essentially to pay for like a pool membership for a full year. And this lady named Sue Taylor won it. Now I'm going to say on here like ten people going to message Lionel's account saying this is Sue Taylor. And we announced her on the show, <laughs> and she hasn't got. We like post. I posted about it. We posted on Lionel's YouTube, all that. She still hasn't messaged us. So if anyone knows Sue Taylor. Throw to DM Lionel <laughs> so she can collect her prize. It's a public announcement show. Yeah. So, well, we have a big show, so let's dive into it. So last weekend, we had some big racing in Calavari, France. Uh, Carlo Vivari, Czech Republic, not Czech France. Republic. My, my first note on here is, is France setting up for a major victory in Paris? Do you mean because the French athlete's success, right? Or the fact that you yeah. thought Carlo Vivari is in France? No, 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 no. I'm I'm pretty good with geography. Uh-huh. I mean, you're American. I don't believe you. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> Birmingham, <No>. Alabama. <laughs> Calivari. No, <laughs> no. Right. So the results. Come on, then. Okay, Why do you so, think yeah. it's France? Uh, I feel like because Leonie. Peral won again. Okay. But she's a really good athlete. Yeah, but they also have Cassandra Bogrand, who's also a great female athlete. 
and then the Frenchmen have just been dominating over the last back half of the season already. Are you thinking so it's just, the relay, right? Or the just relay, all, across the, the, the whole sweep? I would say that they could sweep. I mean, we're also two years away from the Olympics, so a lot can happen in two Sweet years. Men's or women's podium. Wait, but also, France is always pretty good at triathlon, and why would they not try and win every triathlon they can? Like, just because they are doing well, why does that mean they're trying to set up for the Olympics? Like, I sort of see what you mean. They're like, they're, they, if you were to run a relay race right now, World Championships, France would be everyone's shoe in favorite, right? I yeah. would say so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put anything past them. Talk us through the race quickly, Chelsea, because Carl's taking us down a rabbit hole that this place is in France and the French like triathlon. Right. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> I think we would have picked before this race that France is probably the favorites for a relay gold in Paris. Anyways, Carlo Vivari in the Czech Republic, which I think I said in our preview show last week is a really awesome destination and a really awesome course. Uh, In the women's race, I didn't watch either. I think they're at about 1 a.m. Pacific time for me, which was hard, but I think there was a breakaway of about five athletes. Um, And like Kyle said, Leonie Perio was first Summer Rappaport, American, who's had some tough races since the Olympics, was also on the podium in third. Um, but, I mean, of course, looking at the French team, we all look at Cassandra Bogran all the time, who's amazing. Um, but Leonie was fifth in the Olympics in Tokyo, so she's no schlep. Um, anyways, it's a, it's a great course, and just a World Cup, which I know we don't care too much about. But definitely we can form. Um, who, what about the men's results? We had, do you want to just, Kyle, do you want to just give us the, the first name of the male winner quickly for us, please? <laughs> Are you trying to put me on the spot because you know I'm not here with. Uh... I've got no idea. Either. I want to hear you try. Songar Lehman. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how you say it, Chelsea? I actually don't. Right, this is the this is the app we're dying, and apparently the PTO are making. So if he gets himself a PTO ranking, he will have a pronunciation app on the PTO website. But it's Charlie Sierra Oscar November Golf Oscar I'm Romeo. Siri, I'm gonna have Siri, Siri tell us real quick. I'm gonna have Siri tell us to real quick. I mean, this is this is terrible. Okay, Songer. Hungarian kid, great. Trains a ton. I think has a reputation for doing a ton of training. Outran our fast runner Matt Mack, who was oh, he did, didn't second. He? Yeah, he did. Second. And they were a long way ahead. They were a good thirty seconds running speed ahead of anyone else, right? Something like that. Yeah, impressive. Can we just cycle back to you talked about what time the race started, and you said it was like one a.m. I thought we agreed we're using Zulu time from now onwards. So, like, I don't know what one a.m. Pacific time is. Um, to our listeners, like if you think we're badly organized, right? And we are terribly organized on the show. Can you imagine what it's like behind the scenes trying to work out what time we're going to start when all four of us are in different time zones? It 
it's not workable. It's like, are we in 20 minutes time? Is the specific time central? So I've proposed we use like the military standard Zulu time. Went down like a ton of shit, obviously. They're not into it. So we're going to carry on juggling between. Is mountain time the same as specific time or central time? I, I don't know what's going Mark, on. Mark, next thing you know, you're going to be asking us all to speak in the military alphabet. I, I don't, don't want know. that. I can get behind this. I, <laughs> I'm out of the military soon. We'll drop that. But the time zone to arrange the shows, we've got to come up with a better system. Yeah. Well, we're all here, aren't we? <laughs> we are, yeah, we are. By the by, what? by the hair on our chin. What's that? What else do we have? What else do we have? We had the Super League race. Yep, we had Super League Munich round two, enduro format, which means they did three triathlons in a row, no breaks. Um, I did watch this, even though it was. Chelsea, I don't know what time. One job, time. mate. What? One job. What? Yeah. You've got one job, and it's to watch the short course races. Yeah, well, I'm. It's true. I have other stuff going on, Mark. You know, it's like <laughs> I haven't gotten my paycheck from Kyle yet. I'm trying my best. Okay, fair. I did work. I'm. I'm about to tell you. Why don't you hear me out here? Super League <laughs> women's race. Georgia Taylor Brown dominated the race. Literally led from the gun, and no one was ever going to catch her. Um, not a whole lot happened there. Sophie Caldwell was second. Taylor Spivey was third. Men's race was a bit more exciting. I think we saw that finally, I mean, not finally, but it is apparent how much the swimming get, the good swimmers have an advantage in this format. Hauser, I thought, had an incredibly tactically brilliant race. He was kind of a bit back after one round, but kind of worked his way up. And by the third round, actually outran Vasco Belasa and Hayden Wild, who were also on the podium. Um, Hayden actually had a short shoot, but still got outran by Hauser, which was really impressive. Um, Hauser is a great swimmer and made up some good time on those swims. So he was someone I have been telling you guys is literally built for this format. So it was nice to see him kind of take that victory. Um, but yeah. Vasco Velasa, who was also on that podium, Portuguese kid, races like an absolute bulldozer. If you ever turn on Super League, just watch how this guy races because it's kind of hilarious, but also impressive. Also, today they went down to the swim course preview. This is fresh on the ground intel for you. And he got bit by a seal and apparently held it off by putting his hand around the seal's snout. I can't confirm every part of this story for you, but this is the word on the street here in Malibu. Seals, seals are massive as well. Yeah, I was wondering if it was sea lion or seals. So something I learned about sea lions is they're way more aggressive. They prefer males and they prefer going for the quad. So does he have like bite marks on his quad? I haven't seen him yet, but I can get back to you guys on this. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. So he, he wrestled, like he should just go around telling people he wrestled a seal and won, right? I mean, for sure. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing. Can I just say, can I just note one thing from these Super League races from the first couple that I've seen so far? It, it seems that the um, that the crowds are quite good. And I don't know necessarily if that, I mean, obviously they, that's something that they want, but have they been actively, you know, have they changed any way that they're advertising these races within like the local environments that they're happening? Or, you know, not, like what is what has been the positive, uh, what's been the positive stimulus that's that's made that happen? I think that's a good question. I think the first two is probably pretty much a product of locating them in major cities. Like 
pretty busy part of London, pretty busy, busy part of Munich. So I think that we will probably see a different situation this weekend on the beaches of Malibu, which isn't obviously having the same foot traffic as Canary Wharf in London would be. So traditionally, I think American races, triathlons that happen in America, way lower crowd turnout. So that is something I predict will happen this weekend, but I have no idea what they're doing locally to attract crowds. Um, but I will be sure to let you know if there's much effort into getting people there or if most of that effort is just that broadcast and having a, a cool looking show for everyone watching on YouTube. Um, all right. Next race on the weekend is 70.3 Sunshine Coast. Uh, in the female race, we have Lottie Wilms coming in. Uh, she's raced, uh, she raced one Geelong earlier in the year. Um, and then we had Hannah Wells uh, racing as well. Second place, Penny Slater. And third, uh, the men's podium. Uh, we saw Max Newman take it home to victory. It was came down. He pretty much ran side by side with Steve McKenna. Uh, and then Steve McKenna got dropped towards the end of the run. And then Nicholas Free. Uh, Max, if I mean, there was just like 700 Australians in these events. As usual, not hating on them. Still surprised that we don't see a lot of them. Uh it was cool to see Max Newman come over, but it's quite interesting that he does really good over there and we haven't seen him compete to his full potential uh, on, on the world stage yet. So I think we'll see that soon. He did win Ironman Cans earlier in the year, but would love to see him um, come into form in one of these upcoming races, uh, the, the big ones. Um, and then also this weekend was Ironman Wales. The This was ridiculous. Mechanical, a pretty this incredible. Was, I mean, honestly, ridiculous. Like, if you want to hear the real lowdown on this, like, just listen to their podcast on it. But Joe Skipper like, had a pretty good swim for him, and he's got um, a couple of guys up the road who are very, very good bike runners, and he's got Boris Stein there, who's a very bad swimmer, but a very good cyclist slash credible runner. Um, and Joe had a mechanical where he, he, he dropped his chain. He was riding a one-by in Wales, which I don't know why you would, and I don't know why you wouldn't put a chain catcher on, but... Joe's actually really, really into his mechanical stuff. So I'm sure he's got the right reason for it. But he dropped his chain and it knotted. And it basically obviously pulled so tight that the knot in the chain wouldn't come out. And he waited and waited and waited. I was wondering if it had some outside assistance. But no, the, the, the marshal came along who had a tool that would unclick the chain. So then they could like take the chain off and unpull it so they could get enough tension on it to then put the chain all the way back on his bike. And then he cracked on again, having lost 20 minutes. And then he ran a 2.37. I I can't really describe how disgusting that is on that course. It's not even close to flat. It's not like it, it makes uh, St. George look flat. It's way worse than the St. George run course. It's utterly ridiculous, honestly. I know Pretty these are very... The, the... Go for it, Pat. I know that these are very different courses weather profiles but like obviously from a physiological standpoint this is a massive performance from from joe skipper uh what what would that equate to at kona and did he you know did he miss out on a chance to prove how fit he was and did did he spend it in the wrong place essentially so we're on a chat group because way back when we used to do some like uh Zwift racing as a team together and a few of us were chatting about Joe whilst he's, he's on the group whilst he was racing and apparently he came through the half marathon point and he went through the half marathon in 116.40 on a horrendously hilly course and he shouted at one of the lads in the team or someone that we 
that then piped it in was like, I'm not even trying. And he was just, just grizzing it. But then everyone was like, why doesn't he shut it down now? Like when he's ahead, just shut it down and save it for Kona. But I just don't think that's Joe. Like I, I can't ever see Joe shutting it down, but I think Pat, it's a huge statement. Is it Norwegian standard? I really don't know, but is it better than anyone else? Probably. Yeah. And, and, and the, the funny thing is, I wanted to fact check this. Of course, you see people always say stuff, and I was like, 20 minutes, mm, it's yeah. just an assumption. So I got back on the app, and if you click through and you look, it was literally 20 minutes, and I was like, wow. And, and I asked Lionel about it. Lionel had a big session that day, uh, rung up him, and he was like, one thing that a lot of people don't understand is the adrenaline in adversity. Uh, like some of these athletes, I mean, it's just insane performance from adrenaline. He's, he, Lionel had a flat one time when he was racing in long course worlds against Josh Amberger, changed it himself. We, we talked about that previously in the podcast, but he said that you see these a lot. He goes, I bet Joe was just shocked full of adrenaline and so mad when he got back on that bike and then just insane rest of the day. So hats off, insane, insane performance from Joe. Hopefully. And then Boris Stein took a second place. And I think that might be his last professional Ironman in his career because he's announced his retirement. Boris is one of the best cyclists that Ironman's ever seen. And he's won a lot of races in the continent. Um, and I think that might be his best, uh, his last Ironman performance. Maybe one more. And he's going back to teaching full time. So kudos, Boris, on your second place. Almost taking the win there. Nice one. Oh, that's great. Uh, another tough Ironman this weekend was Ironman Wisconsin. Uh, the weather was just absolutely insane. Um, it rained the entire day. Not just sprinkled or anything like that. It just straight nonstop constant rain uh brent mcmahon got the victory goes 836 um his first win since 2018 second place cody beals and third place adam fay so uh adam's been like kind of on the up and up this whole year and after fifth place in placid then he got third place here so fair shouts for him i spoke about last week how hard this bike course was and i had a friend who was doing a cyclocross race in the area and I forgot that the race was happening. And he sent me a video from the cross race. The rain was sideways. It was like, you know, low 50s and just dumping rain and insane wind. And I thought, oh my goodness, they're doing an Ironman. This is the, this is the day of the Ironman. And so to have that weather on top of the demands of the course, uh, I can't imagine hats off to anyone that just finished on the day and then the people that got a podium uh unbelievable and then for the women's race chloe lane won her first iron man second place jessica smith and then third place melanie mcquade so uh absolutely mental tough day like this course people i don't think people understand that this course is probably one of the hardest ironmans in north america there's about eight thousand feet of elevation gaming on the bike and uh, about 15 to 1600 feet of elevation on the run so it's not not an easy course at all um so fair shouts for that should we get into the racing coming up this weekend oh we had santa cruz no, as well. I, there's oh, one more yeah. i i really don't want to miss this one either because yeah because eric langstrom took the win here right and I just, I, I messaged Paula about it when she talked about the stuff he'd done recently. Like, think about the amount of work he does for their clothing brand, their podcast, their YouTube channel, supporting Paula, driving all the way to the race himself, 
cracking the race, driving all the way back, dropping a YouTube video two days later on the whole thing, which he edits everything for himself. And he took the win as well against Timothy McDonald, Matt Sharp, like Matt Burton was there. Like, amazing. The guy's capacity to produce stuff, whether it's whether it's work, whether it's clothing ranges or great performances, it's, I just find really impressive. So that's why I don't want to miss that one. And in the women's race, Sarah Crowley took the win on the other side um, with Miranda Carfrey. Two, I don't want to say blast from the past because that's not really fair, but two ladies that were at the very top of their game, sort of similar times, uh, still duking it out together. And then Pamela Oliveira, showing how well they performed to beat Pamela Oliveira in third place. I was there, guys. And? Yeah. I I rode my mountain bike next to Eric for like a second while he was running. And I said, Eric, this is a video for Paula. Am I going to get you disqualified? And he said, I'll pretend I don't know you. That's really all I can tell <laughs> no, you. Like, if you're not, if you're not giving him anything, you're not, um, no, you're not offering coaching anything. or anything like that. No, you're fine. no snacks, no drugs, nothing. No, no, like splits or encouragement. Yeah. You're just like, no I'm just videoing you for Paula. You're fine. You're fine. Anyways, no, it was. I mean, it's a pretty hard course. I think I was chatting with both him and Matt Sharp after the race, and. Um, they were saying how surprisingly hard it felt, but pretty cool race. Santa Cruz is a unique place. It's fun to watch because I don't go to many long course races, as you know. As no. as we know, I mean, Ari Clark got the fastest run with a one thirteen flat, so it can't be the fastest of run courses. So yeah, probably quite hard. All right, Next. we have big upcoming race this weekend. Two big races that we will all of our correspondents will be at. But Kyle. one one that we all care about, right? Well, what is this? Camworth at Super Camworth at Super League. That's what we all care about. Let's the same about as when it. Lucy Charles raced Malibu. Chelsea, that's all we cared about. Now all we care yeah. about is how much time will Camworth lose in 300 metres of swimming? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to rain on Cam's parade here, but he, he did a... I mean, Chelsea, was it a Connie Cup that he did two years ago? Yeah, he did, yeah. And, and he was, I know, obviously, it was a different distance, but, I mean, he, he lost the race. He was done with the race in the swim. So I think the reality is, is, like, you only have 300 meters, but the people that he's swimming with are are at a much, much larger level in front of him from a straight swimming standpoint. Would you agree, Chelsea? Yeah, I think that would be a pretty gross understatement, Patrick. I mean, he, he said, this, won't, this won't end well for Camworth. Well, he and said I also me, added it won't start well. Yeah, uh, true. But he said to me, um, if it goes badly, at least it's only a few minutes of misery, is what he said. And he's and right. it, is, it is the eliminator format, which means people are pulled out. So we can at least take comfort in knowing that he won't have to do too much time in the triathlon. And he is in Malibu right now, right? So yeah. he is there. He's raced Paris-Roubaix this year and Ironman this year, and now he's going to race Super League. I mean, baller. I mean, he did. He is doing the proper training though, because uh, I don't. I think I saw someone posted on Strava uh, yesterday or the day before. He ran twenty-one miles at like six thirty pace. So at least he's doing the training distance for Super League. <laughs> it's not a legend. Just talk to us about the actual race, then the people that will compete. Um. Well, yeah, they, I think, brought a, a few people are missing this one because the travel is quite honestly insane. They came over a few days ago from Munich. 
they're here for till Saturday and then they're all flying back. And then the next race, they have a week off, but we'll be back in Europe. So they have a few people skipping this, uh, this Malibu part of the series. And so because of that, they brought in some uh, people that were notified basically two days ago, Hey, do you want to come race? Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll get on a plane and just arrive there. So I think we'll see a few new faces, but as for, athletes that will be i think at the front it will be kind of those same names georgia matt hauser hayden um it is a surf swim which is could be significant uh last year i was here and i mean you know what those ocean swims are like it really just takes one wave to either uh yeah kyle summer is here i just saw her and her dog um, but yeah, just one wave, you, it, it could put you 10 places up in the swim. So it's either kind of a, an equalizer or a destroyer, depending on how you go in the ocean. And as we know, Australians are great in the ocean. Europeans and Americans, not usually quite as, quite as great in the ocean. But Eliminator format should be a fun watch. And the best part, it broadcasts at 1 p.m. Pacific. That means it's not 4 a.m. Pacific. Nobody has an excuse unless you're at Dallas helping Taylor Nib or Kat or Lionel or Flora or someone like that for not at least catching a bit of it. So thank you for listening. When to correct you really quick, you said they were asking people they couldn't get a lot of people to come over. I mean, they literally were asking people off the streets in Santa Monica if they can work is turning up. They didn't at least have to go so far down in the list that they asked, like, Talbot. But That's true. <laughs> to be fair, I've always just, in the back of my mind, wondered how bad Lionel would get annihilated in Super League. Horrendously. Badly, very this, badly. This would be, Cam's a little bit better swimmer than Lionel, so we can at least kind of visually picture And a better cyclist when it comes to this sort of cornering, etc. Yeah, so we can, we can semi-visualize it. I have a lot of internal laughter going on, kind of imagining Lionel Me in like big surf waves, too. <laughs> you know, Canadian man living in Tucson. I just don't feel like he has like a good vibe with the waves. <laughs> the but only thing that is kind of tough is is the wild cards are going to the team. Cam Worf and uh, Jessica are going to the team that are currently leading the Super League race. Stay right. Here. And this, I mean... Throwing all these wild don't care cards about in. this team thing. Yeah, the team. That's what I was just gonna say. Throwing all these, taking people out, throwing people in. It kind of, I don't know, makes the team aspect of it a little less exciting when you realize that it's kind of unfair. But it gives a few old boys a job, doesn't it? To pretend to be team captains for something like it gives them a little yes, paycheck. Yes, we're all about job creation here yeah. in the triathlon world. Uh, can, we the, can we get on to the? Can we get on to the big right. show? Dallas, How do you watch it? Saturday. It'll be Saturday at one p.m. Yep. Pacific Standard Pacific. Time and two twenty Pacific Standard Time. So twenty hundred Sulu. Sure, Mark. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to, I had to look it up on Google. I don't even know. Talbot, tell us about the main event. You're there. You're on the ground with I'm Kyle. Here. Give it, give uh, I'm on the ground, and it's not as hot as everyone expected. Uh, the weather's chilled out a little bit. It's not that bad, especially for, uh, I believe it's going to be 34 or 33 degrees during the men's race. It's going to be a little bit warmer. For athletes that are already probably acclimated, i.e. Cat Matthews, uh, some of the athletes been out in Tucson, Boulder. I mean, it's not going to be too horrendous. Some of the athletes coming from Europe and stuff where it's already chilled out on the weather a bit might be 
pretty warm, but but it's gonna be hot. Don't get me wrong. It's just not humid. Yeah. Yeah. And the humid makes a significant difference to how your body can get rid of the heat. Because yeah. you don't get the evaporation off your skin to help cool you down, etc. Yeah. So. Um Thorsten recently said that this is the most competitive 70.3 middle distance field assembled in history. Don't know where you pulled this stat out from. Um, we are missing the 100-time world champion, Danielle Reef, but this is a pretty insane assembled field. I, I, mean, I, get, I get what Torsten's saying, but it's like a bit of a gimme for someone, right? Because you've got Gustav and Christian not there, and you've no, got Danielle. No, female race, Mark. Just female race. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, not 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 the male race. The female race is he says oh, are you the deepest, yeah. and, uh, deepest assembled field in, in middle distance with Ash, Ash Gentle, Paula, Laura Phillips, like yeah, Lucy Charles. Yeah, Talbot. So, walk, us through, walk us through the course, Talbot. What have you seen? You've been there a couple times. Talk us through the swim, the bike, and the run. Yeah, the, so the swim is is a two loop swim, uh, kind of just out and back, uh, not Australian swim exit style. So uh, it won't be wetsuit legal. I mean, it's pretty freaking warm here. Uh, the bike course will be interesting. I don't see with seven loops, uh, some one eighties. Uh, when the one eighty coming back through the grandstand, it's going to be pretty rad if you're here with a VIP section and all that. Um, I don't see someone really getting away like a Magnus or someone like that. There's too much, too much breaking at the turnaround. I mean, you literally go three miles, break, turn around. So I don't see someone really getting away like Magnus on, on this course. I could be wrong, but um, just my opinion. Uh, and then the run is pretty gnarly. The cool little part about this run course, they go over a few little canals uh, and they've kind of like Jerry rigged these little uh, pontoon bridges that they're going to be running over. Um should be pretty freaking hot. Uh, gonna be quite the show. Super excited. Um, yeah, the energy here's uh, pretty hot. Everyone's really, really excited. Uh, we just finished a big track session uh, with some of the athletes. Uh, seen Lucy today is Lucy's birthday. So if you go see Lucy, tell her happy birthday. If you see her on social media, tell her happy birthday. Brother Nat, uh, stoked. I mean, Talbot, obviously this was the year of major championship races. Does this one, you know, now we're getting into what is really the third major championship race of the year. Does it feel like it's a little bit more subdued or does it feel like, okay, this is a really cool event. Um, like it's important to win. Like what is, what is the tone there? Well, the woman's field. Yes. You got, I mean, it's the two best middle distance athletes in the world if you want to say three, I don't know if this is public yet. Alistair Brownlee's not racing. Uh, you're missing three of the, the top, top, top middle athletes in the world in the men's race. I mean, the men's race, I would definitely say it's not as deep. Uh, I mean, when you're looking at someone like uh, Daniel Backegaard can win it, Sam Long, Sam Laidlow, Lionel, like, it's you, you have no idea. I mean, Aaron Royal has a really, really good shot at winning it. The female race in my opinion, is it's the race of the weekend. It's I hard mean, to pick a top three. In it's the hard race. to pick a top three in the, in the female In the race. men's race, it's hard to pick a top five. Yeah, I mean, no, because you just have no idea who's going to show up, but yeah. Can I, so. can, I talk, can I bring up a conversation that I had with Aaron Royal uh, where he was maybe fighting a little bit what we've talked about on, the sh on this show about this 100K distance, the 2K bike, the 80K run, and the 18-kilometer uh, run. So, sorry, 80K ride. 
Yeah. Yeah. Good. He was saying that, you know, what we, we, what we ultimately said was that this favored a short course, uh, a short course bred athlete that's now moved up to the middle distance. And he was saying, look, when I'm, when I hop in the water, I might be so freaked out about the dominant bike runners in this sport that I'm really going over my limit in the swim. And he's like, that's what I really felt that happened in the Collins cup. Um, and so, but I said, you know, when you hop in the water, are you thinking about guys like Sam Long and Lionel Sanders that are, you know, coming for you on the bike and the run? And he said, you know, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm terrified of that. So he's like, you know, you guys say that this is heavily advantaged to a person that's got, you know, a dominance in swimming, but he said, look, I think, uh, it's also, I mean, it's incredibly hard for us. So he goes, I think the distance and the, the duration of each individual discipline is about as fair as it gets. And he said, I think that's how it should stay for, for, t- for the test of time. Mm, that's, from a bloke that's very, very good at this distance and gets more swimming for his buck than a 70.3. And he's an yeah. excellent swimmer. That's coming I mean, from someone who literally just left short course racing. I need to hear that from an ITU athlete. I, I would strongly disagree because look at the history. Race, like who's won these races? Like yeah, I, I I couldn't disagree more with what he said. In my opinion, <laughs> well, that's what we that's what we do here. We we like to we like to cause yeah. some some emotion and some controversy. So that was his take on it. But I wanted to start it. Um, you know, if we don't, I mind, believe. Yeah, I believe this actually makes it more well-rounded. You, you see the more well-rounded athlete. You see someone who's really good at swimming, really good at biking, really good at running. And it makes the athletes that really suck at one sport, it really shows. Like someone like Sanders and Long, they struggle in this distance because the swim is longer and it's more of an equal time than what the bike and run is. So they are, they really, really struggle this distance. I, I believe that this is a better distance, yes, but someone in short course com- is completely favors them. But are you saying that then this is the way the format should stay, or do you think that they should tweak it a little bit? I don't, I, I don't think it's just, oh, I just I want, I want a standard. I want a couple of standards. Either I want random distance races where you don't quite know, and it's based on like the geography of the course. Or I wish we could just align and just stick with 70.3. and Because the big question is going to be, what's the long one going to be? And the PTO is sort of putting this to them. Is it going to be the ITU standard long distance? Is it going to be double the 100, so 200? Or will it be full? Yeah. I, think you'll find, I think you'll find the athletes might vote for full because those that, those that don't care about long won't do it. And those that will do full want to carry on racing Ironman, so I think they'll vote for that. But I hope that I hope they stick with Iron Distance for the full. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. That part. I think let's go into Saturday at eleven forty-five a.m. The women are lining up. Let's let's talk it through, Mark. Uh, maybe what do you what do you think is going to happen on Saturday? Why is this so detailed? Because it's a hundred thousand no, like, for the win. It's a million, it's a million dollar, dollar prize pot. Chelsea. Hey. Well, we did that for Edmonton and it wasn't like, okay, minute by minute reporting, how is it going to go? Like it's ridiculous. Oh, I'm not gonna go minute by minute. I, I think that'll be the good Lucy Charles will get away. I think she'll get caught by a group of them, and I think Ashley Gentler runs the win. I don't think Lucy Charles's biking was where it looked like it was in um uh, when she raced that race. Are in, we doing our picks? No, uh, no. World Championship in Samarin. 
What? Well, yeah, yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her bike wasn't perfect yet. Why? I mean, why should it be? The, the, the girl's just come back from a crazy injury. So my pick is, yeah, Lucy Charles and the Fuel got the road. A group will catch them, and Ashley Gentler will run for the win. And, and, and she will have Taylor, more than likely, with swimming with her will be Pam Oliver and Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah but... Are we going around the table? Are we going to do – can we do picks? We can do picks if you want. If you also want to participate in the picks, we have a fantasy uh, pick them on our link in our bio, so be sure to fill those out. At the end of the year, we're going to go through those, and we might be starting giving stuff away. So Don't, don't contact me. Yeah, you're I'm not doing picks anymore. Away. Mine was so bad in the Collins Cup. I'm just don't contact me because apparently I owe everyone money on this podcast. So. We have to do I, picks. I, Mark, are you I kidding me? You gotta, I gotta you say, gotta buckle like, up and do the picks. No, no, you got one out of me. That's it, Ashley Gentle. Right. I, I want. I hate saying picks. One, people get emotional about them. Athletes get emotional. Whatever to that. Two, I'll put my picks on the Triathlon Fantasy app when I lay down the day before the race, and I can just like reach my hand in a freaking fishbowl. But who's gonna win? Come on, just, just who's gonna win? Just I think. actually don't know. I mean, I have no idea anything about Taylor Nib. I mean, we don't even know if she's still even going to race or not. We know she's here, but Pat won't tell us anything about that. <laughs> uh, we have Lucy. We still haven't seen her race in super competitive field, although I did sit in on an interview earlier today, and she said that she's shocked on how fast she came back to fitness. She thinks the good long break was really, really good for her. She was amazing. Uh, we know Flora Duffy's rode her bike more than once between uh, for training for this race. So is she is she going to show up this time, Chelsea? Your best mate. Is she, she going to what show, show up? up? Yeah, like, I don't mean I don't mean race. Like, but is she going to put down a performance? I don't know. Oh, I thought you meant like, like is the equipment going to show up? Is like her bike oh. going to show up? The oh shoes, yeah, yeah, her yeah. bike is there. The, the oh. Her bike is definitely there. She will be on a bicycle. Okay. Um, I don't know. I say, I'm just. I'll just say Paula. Paula podiums. Is Never well, picked definitely. Paula, so I'm just going to go with Paula. I think yeah. she's a good pick. She'll podium as well. Yeah. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Mark's wife. No. Nah. She's getting ready for Kona. She's getting she's ready getting for ready Kona, for but on I the think way she, there, she'll do. She'll do really, really, really well. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say she's a a, a winning favorite necessarily because she's just racing for Kona, right? That's she's a long course specialist at the moment with a goal on Kona. She'll go more hundred k next year. Okay, well, I'm pick, I'm still picking Cap because I want you to be able to renovate your house and be able to afford to renovate your house. <laughs> going to win, so I appreciate that. On, this is a circular conversation. Okay. Chelsea, who do you pick for the win, though? I'm not picking anymore. If you're not picking Talbot, I'm not picking. I agree with you. Chelsea <laughs> picks Flora. Pat, who are you picking? Taylor Nib. There we go. Men's race. I'm not Men's picking. Race, hey, I'm not, I've got two athletes racing, and I think either one of them have a great chance. So uh, Taylor Nib and, and Cat Matthews, I think, are going to are going to make a statement. Lord, you sound like an American. We're all we're all non-committals now because of these picks. Look, we will look here's the, here's the, Men's here's race. Thing, too, though. I, I do the most I educated do guess on what's going to happen. I'm not making an educated guess. I'm going to say here as well. Uh, Ashley Gentle proved earlier in the year in Miami she can race in the heat. She proved in Edmonton she's great at this distance. I think I will believe that Ashley Gentle is the favorite for this weekend that has the most to defend. And I and I don't think that's a, a misplaced statement. Agree. Yeah. Agree. Men's race. 
Mids race, I would say this is actually massively changed with Alistair not being here. That sounds dramatic. Alistair is a commander. Everyone watches what he does on the bike. He commands the race without having him here. I think it really screws up the front pack. Mark, thoughts? Yeah, I agree. But um, I, d- I just don't know about the men's race here. It's, it's a lot of money on the line for... Uh, for not under not underdogs because there's like you got Lionel and Sam Long on that here, but someone's going to take home a hundred grand that if there's another three or four athletes in the world turned up wouldn't get it. It's it's a great opportunity for someone like like Lionel to run to this win, right? Because he's he's Lionel's an unbelievably good runner at this distance. It's hard to fathom if you just watch his biomechanics, but I I could see Lionel coming back into this race. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. Uh, this is a race, you know, we didn't know the bike course. We didn't really know the course until two, a couple weeks ago. And I think when we were able to, to release the bike course, um, this obviously suits the, the performance profile of something that, you know, Lionel, Lionel would uh, do well in. So again, I think of, you know, he's advertised that he's in a deep uh, training state, but I still think that he's going to do well with great fatigue, whether he's, you know, my relationship to him or not aside, I just think that this is an opportunity for him to agree. He's had some dedicated and focused training. And I think that even though he's on like probably a knife's edge with, with the volume, I still think we're going to see, uh, I don't want it to say easy. Cause I, I, I think if we look at the past races, there might be a four minute deficit out of the water and he's going to have his work cut out for him. If, if Lionel wins this weekend, then I would say Lionel's a favorite for Kona. Lionel literally, we literally just he's watched a, he, he just did a three-hour trainer ride and then an hour-and-a-half run of 10 one-kilometer repeats on the track. Or No, sorry, 12 one-kilometer repeats on the track. I mean, he's like... Massive. Well, you've answered the question there, haven't you? Like, is this the premier race of the year? Well, no, like there's more money here, but people still care about Kona more, right? Yeah. Lionel's trainer for Kona, Christian's yeah. trainer for Kona, Gustav's trainer for Kona, Daniela's off trainer for Kona, Laura Phillip, Anne Howe, they'll be really focusing on Kona, Kat's focusing on Kona. Like, I, there's a lot of money, but money doesn't, it doesn't counter prestige at the moment. And the prestige of this is, is Kona, right? Yeah. What does Taylor Spivey think? Does Taylor Spivey was... think who's going to win this? Guess what? <laughs> I was asking who Taylor Spivey thinks is going to win the women's race. She doesn't care. No, I just didn't hear the discussion. Who do you think is going to win the women's race in Dallas? Flora. Oh, there Laura. you go. Flora. <laughs> uh, just, to, just so we're clear, Chelsea sat in Taylor's room. That's why. And we just saw her walk in. That's why Taylor's making a cameo appearance. Sorry. Hello. Hi. She's not here to talk about Super League. She's here to talk about Dallas. She's mainly interested in Lionel Sanders, like all of us. Or Cam Worth at Super League, of course. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on Cam Worth at Super League? Um, I told them about the seal biting Vasco. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, we're not going to talk about the seal. Um, As for Cameron, I think depends on his swim. What you're trying to say, he's got absolutely zero chance on God's green earth of making the first (laughs) part of Super League. I think of all the Super Leagues he could have picked, this probably wasn't the best one for him. (laughs) Except it's on his doorstep, right? This is true. Although we got to give him a We'll see how he goes. It'll be interesting. This course is like... He did grow up as a surf swimmer, like in in that part of the world. So, Well, in that case, he'll win. 
Don't talk nonsense. He's got no chance. All right, all right. All right. How are you feeling, Taylor, for your race? Uh, a bit jet lagged, but I think we're all in the same boat. So we'll, we'll see how we feel uh, Saturday. This is the shortest turnaround and the longest travel for a race. So we'll see. Yeah. Thanks for the cameo. Yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Are we done with Dallas? Yes, we're done Flash with Dallas, season. Chelsea. Wait, we didn't even we didn't even get to the new, no we, picks. We didn't get to no picks. We didn't even. Well, I don't think we need to do picks. Or Sam Laidlow, or Magnus Ditlev. I think oh, they're definitely yeah. silence. Boys, I'm yeah, going Freddie Funk misses. for the win. I'm going Freddie Funk for the win. I don't know. Do you don't know who Freddie Funk is? I don't know what the. I don't even know the start list. <laughs> I'm going Freddie Funk for the win, and then. I think someone that could have a fair race is Jason West, just because the bike course is not that hard. I'm going to go Aaron Royal. I'm going to go wild and go Aaron Royal for the win. I'm going Lionel Sanders, but I think it is. Are we? Are we are going to see another great race between him and guys. Daniel guys, Wayne. sorry. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Taylor wants to know if Joe Skipper is racing. No, Joe Skipper's yeah. not racing. Not after his well, massive Ironman in Wales. <laughs> He's her favorite athlete in the really? world. Yeah. Why? Oh, your friends are you? <laughs> I hung out with his gr- crew in um, Font Remo. They're cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw you on some social media. Did you see his performance in Wales? Yeah, it was pretty impressive. I mean, to take a 20 minute break and still win. 20 minute break. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. It was, un- it was utterly ridiculous. <laughs> utterly ridiculous. <laughs> so, do you think he'll win Kona? Isn't he not going to Kona? I don't know. I thought that was all a charade to try and get some bucksy sponsorship, surely. There's no way he's not going to Kona. We'll see. But I think Altitude treated him well, as it did myself. So <laughs> I couldn't tell you about Kona, though. Love it. Got to take on the Australians. <laughs> I, think, I think we're done with uh, Dallas. Yeah. I'm ready to bag it in for Dallas. Any Any hot takes? Uh, we have two other races this weekend, and they're both races. Uh, hot takes: Super League versus PTO, Chelsea, and Taylor. Give us your thoughts. This is dumb. We talked about this last week. Obviously, yeah, we're PTO. Asking, we're asking Taylor about it, though. Sorry. Okay. Well, you know her answer. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, what's cooler? What's more important? What's more exciting to watch? Yeah. What's more exciting to watch from your standpoint as a short course athlete? Um, I think I think most people can say Super League is more exciting to watch. No, everyone except these four, right here. No, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. Super League is more exciting to watch. Like if I have to sit down and watch the whole one, I'd much rather watch an entire yeah. Super League. But in terms sure. of like, I think they're both doing good things for the sport, and they're both supporting athletes very well. So I don't think is it's the, like the... fair to pit one against the other either. So they're very different. Even though PTO and Super League have fallen out in a massive way, haven't they? We talked about this before. They mm-hmm. are they are not friendly, the organisations, at all. But the money oh, on yeah. Super League is crazy. Yeah, no, I think I think there was just some... They were both looking at... I think, I think money's something. better at PTO than Super League. I don't know. No, I think the Super... I think if you win Super League, you're over the, at the series, you're making way more. How much? Yeah, I don't know. What's a win at Super League for a single hey, round, you, Taylor? For one for race, is 20000 For one What's of the, the series? The series, maybe, I have to look it up, maybe fifty. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I, I don't quote me on that. I have to Google it. And they're not getting their own 
a or they're getting their own own acom which they aren't doing in flights which they aren't doing for and dallas right all and everything they, is paid for yeah food travel chelsea's lunch even chelsea's lunch <laughs> chelsea's <laughs> lunch is covered yeah acom everything yeah so sorry no, can we... at, it's at no expense with athletes are moving on to like the biggest hot take that we silenced on our group thread a couple days ago to save it for hot takes? Oh, that the points for Ironman Wales and no. Ironman Wisconsin? No. That's not no. what he's talking about. No. We were talking, talking about Flora Duffy's entrance, uh, invite entrance into 70.3 worlds. When she's going, that's wonderful. I support this. Oh, listen to that. Mark disagrees. I mean, I, 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 it's I, bullshit. I fully, I fully support it too. I, I think the reality is, is that they, the depth of field for a 50 person um, race, you know, I, I think it can support having her in there, but obviously it's a, it's a new, it's a new position that, that it's, Ironman had, had invented. It's just that it, I think Flora deserves to be there. I really like Flora and I'm glad she's going to race, but if you make a set of rules as a sports governing body, you have to stick to the set of rules or what's the point in writing them? Like if Daniela Rive turns up and swims in a wetsuit that's illegal, you have to disqualify her. You can't just go, oh, yeah, we didn't notice and let her crack on. Like if Flora Duffy doesn't qualify because her bike doesn't arrive, just because she's Flora Duffy doesn't mean she gets a start. So you either write a set of rules and you stick to them or just don't bother. Like the, the, there has to be black and white rules for sport to be successful. That's why the ITU is so good in that the rules might be wrong, but it's governed correctly. So yeah, I just think it's bullshit. I like I just want them to write. I want the sport to act like a professional sports governing body. And if you just let random people turn up and race because they're really famous, you're not acting like professionals. You're acting like a money organization that wants publicity over sporting rounded fairness. That's I mean, all it does, I think. It does look that way, Mark. It does look that way, Mark. However, I was talking with Chris Lieto the other day, very famous legend in this sport. And he mentioned to me that Ironman has always had two wildcard slots over its extensive history that they've never used. And then as of recently, they've started using these to make more draw for the races. Where's that written down? In the Literally. In, in the secret Ironman rules. Along yeah, with okay. The there you go. Yeah, okay. And I... why is the Olympic gold medalist uh, free spot at Kona and not at 70.3 World? Because she would have got it last year when she was the Olympic gold medalist. So she gets it the year she's, she's she, the same way she got the Kona invite. She would have got it last year if she wanted to. This is rolling on a year because she didn't want to race it last year. I think it's important to realize in the universe, Mark, that some people are above the rules and that's just the way the world works. It's the way triathlon works. Can I do my hot take real quick about Ironman Wales? Ironman Wait, Wisconsin? I have to say something about <laughs> I love the argument. We've actually got an argument from people that are properly educated in this sport. We can't just close them down. I... No, we're not. We're I not. mean, they happen to be really good friends with Flores. So they've got, you know, that's fine. <laughs> Mark. No, but I also think that, right. like, she, having her in the race will make it. Like, <sighs> if she races better better than she did at the Collins Cup, otherwise, see well, ya. We can see how she races in Dallas. I think I, she'll. I think she'll do really well. Yeah. I mean, she's not a superhero, you know. She can have a bad day. Can I add something? Can I add something, Mark? I think she'll race better in St. George because <clears throat> she's bringing me with her. <laughs> I think she'll win St. George, by the way, but not not because of you're there, Chelsea. Obviously, oh, of course, that's me. Well, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, so... I agree. I agree, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Come on, what's your hot take on the points then? Come on. Gustav Eden and Flora Duffy. What's Chelsea going to do that night? Who's she going to celebrate with? Chelsea would be in the hot tub with Gustav Eden before she knew it. Gustav will be on one side and then Flora will be on the other. Chelsea will be swan diving, skinny dipping into that hot tub before you know it. <laughs> All right, next hot take. Wait, I gotta say one thing. I'm very proud of myself. I knew about this floor thing far along before a lot of people, and I didn't tell anyone. So, ha. well done, mate. Chelsea well did. done, Talbot. Thank you. Pat myself on the back oh for that way. Oh, boy. Anyways, one last thing I want to mention is Iron Man Wales and Iron Man Wisconsin are, were two of the hardest Iron Mans as of recent date. However, they will get way less points because we have now started to glorify the fast times over the actual hard times. The reason why Ironman started way back in the day was because it was hard and not everyone could do it. And now we've made all these Ironman races so much easier. So this is my plea with the PTO to give adequate and high points for hard races. So Ironman Wales and Ironman Wisconsin deserve to have. But it doesn't. I don't think Wales does. Like, if a guy can stand by the road for 20 minutes and then finish, you can't give him 120 points. Because what did he do? He'll beat the past Wales times by almost 40 minutes. The course is is very, like, it was an incredible performance, but he was stood still for 20 minutes. Like, if you give him 120 points, what you're saying is, if he hadn't got that, he'd be scoring like 150. Just give him 110, 115. We'll call Gustav would have been 20 minutes up the road from him. Just give him 110, 115. We'll call him. <laughs> oh okay, cool. Same thing, yeah. with, same thing with uh Wisconsin. I, I could could not disagree more. Like I love Brent McMahon. He thrives in these conditions. Like look at him and Lionel. They both, and when it's cold, both of them could have a good day. When it's hot, Brent really struggles and Lionel struggles and he's kind of figuring it out. It was a cold day, so he did good. But still, I, I bet you, if you had to put a Norwegian in this race, they would have been 20, 30 minutes up the road. I oh, think your sentiment's true, though, in that even if they had incredible performances, slow courses do seem to score lower than fast courses. I do agree with that. Which yeah. is wrong. Like, the, the courses should be – you should score them based on how hard of a freaking Ironman it was, not how fast someone went. Yeah. I'm just – I'm kind of just enjoying watching Taylor and Chelsea in the room, like – teenagers playing with i don't know what they're doing it's like watching big brother you gotta get out of this closet all right everyone thank you so much for listening to the show um recently we've really been doing good with our numbers so just want to thank everyone for tuning in listening every week uh as we said earlier in the season we're going into championship season uh we'll definitely get a uh dallas pacific uh podcast out this next week as well as chelsea's gonna work and get some of our fellow colleagues and get out of super league uh podcast this week and i believe that taylor spivey has already uh agreed to be on the super league specifics podcast this week so we will definitely get that recording get out to you guys (laughs) um also i just want to thank you for listening and then also if you could this would massively help us uh if you enjoy the show uh critical feedback let us know in the comments like uh personal messages don't write that on our uh, Apple reviews, but we would love some positive Apple reviews. So we only want critical feedback if it's positive. Is that what we're saying? Yes, yes. Yeah, o- okay. Only the negative feedback, send it in a DM to us. Don't comment that. <laughs> it hurts the reviews. But we would actually really love some Google reviews uh, or, or Apple 
Spotify, whatever Ooh, reviews. I'm less confident about these than you, but yeah, let's go with it. Let's go with it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Thank you all for being a part of the team. And uh, we will see you on a later on podcast with Taylor and Chelsea. Taylor wants to say bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. We definitely organize well, this around you. <laughs>